welcome to Sailing Through Self-Publishing. I am your host, Diane Elgin. Let's jump right in. <laughs> Write the back cover first. Suppose somebody, someone come to you and they say, before you write your book, write your back cover first. Why would you want to do that? Well, important studies have found that most New York Times bestselling books, um, authors, they write their back cover first. And um, since that works for them, that would be um, that would be a good thing for you to do. The other thing is, if you think about it, when you go to the library or bookstore, what is the first thing you do when you go to the store? Besides, look at the pictures. <laughs> I'm talking to my my picture book moms. Um, you go in the store and you read the back cover, and the back cover tells you everything that you need to know about the book. So what if you decide that you're going to start off by writing the back cover first? It will entail all the things that you want in this book. If you're a, um, a YA or you write novels, you would want to write your entirety of your back cover first. If you're a picture book um, author, I would suggest writing your picture books because picture books are between um, 500 to 1,000 words anyway. So you kind of want to write your picture book first. And then you would go and write your back cover. And then you'd go back to your picture book and make sure that they line up together. So that's my suggestion for today is write your back cover first. Now, I'm going to read you some of the different back covers I, um, that I found. Really interesting. This is my book, Rain, Rain, Come Again. And I decided to write a, a, a poem for my back cover. This is how it goes. Come inside. Rain, rain, come inside. Little Mildred wants to play in the rain all day. Shout hooray. Now, there's key elements about this um, back cover, this um, poem. One of the things that I wrote there was come inside. This is Mildred's. Um, if you look at the, the front of the book, she's having a really rough day. And her thing is if the rain can come inside, then she wouldn't have to um, worry about um, the elements that are outside, which is crazy. <laughs> okay, so this is the um, this is on the best-selling list of the New York Times and Amazon and in um, Barnes and Noble. I saw it there. This is a Twilight sa um, Saga Midnight Sun, and it starts off like this: I can't sleep. I murmured, answering her question more fully. She was silent for a moment. At all? She asked. Never. I breathed. And then there's some more good goodies. So if I read something like that, would that make you pick it up? Here's another one. I love you right up to the moon and back. This modern classic is one of the world's best loving picture book and continues to captivate children everywhere. And this is Guess How Much I Love You by Sam McBrathney. So he is awesome because um, his books are so good. And so what he did in the back home was brilliant. He gave you a, a, um, a short insert of um, <clears throat> what's inside of the book. And he also gave you um, a paraphrase of what's inside of the book. <clears throat> good Night Moon by Margaret Wise Brown. She is awesome. What she did on her back cover is she did this, everyone's favorite bedtime book in a great 
Green Room, tucked away in bed, is Little Bunny. Good night, Room. Good night, Moon. And all of the familiar things in the soft lit room. The bunny says good night. In this classic modern um, children's literature, beloved by generations of readers and listeners, the quiet poetry of words and gentle lolling illustration combine to make a perfect book for the end of the day. So, those are some wonderful back covers. Um, <clears throat> so, what do you think about that? I think this is brilliant. It's a brilliant idea to start with your back, your back cover and then go ahead and write your story because your back cover is filled with meaningful things that will get um, the person who reads your book reading your book. And that's what you want. You want them to read your book. Okay, what does your back cover look like? Hey, if you want to um, send me um, a copy of your back cover, just write to info.dianelgen at gmail.com and I would love to see it. Okay, I will see you next time. Welcome to Sailing Through Self-Publishing. I am your host, Diane Elgin. Have you done your research to see if your book is marketable? What does that mean? Well, that means before you wrote your book, you did research to find books that were like your books. If you haven't done this, then let's sit, set a plan to see how you can do it, do it now. First things first, write the title of your book on either Google or Amazon. You want to write the title in the age group. The books that come up on the top, you want to write at least five of their names. Then you want to go on the best-selling list in that category. For instance, if you're writing a book about counting, you want to make sure that the book on counting is in the age group that you're writing for. Then you're going to write the names of the next five books. So you have five books on the regular chart and five books on the best-selling chart. Then you're going to go to your local library or Barnes & Noble or your local bookstore and you're going to purchase those books. After you've purchased those books, you want to look at those books very carefully because you're writing a book in that category. Look at how it's written. How many words are on the page? Is it bright colors? How does the illustration look? Then you're gonna think about your book. Can you write your book better? Can you add some things in your book to make it stand out? You sure can. Then you wanna ask yourself this question. Is your book needed? Maybe you're writing a book about a pandemic. Is it needed now? Maybe not. Maybe you're writing a workbook. Is it needed now? It sure is. A lot of the kids are at home and parents are trying to figure a way how to make sure that their child gets what they needed for this time. So that book is needed. After you've done your research, you've looked at books that are like your book, you have gone to your manuscript and you have created a better manuscript. 
The next thing you want to do is you want to make sure that you've created a book that is sellable. What I mean by sellable is, is your book, can you sell your book at this time? One of the tools that I use is Kindleponeer Rocket. And what you do is you download this onto your computer. You do have to pay for it. Once you've downloaded it onto your computer, all you need to do is to type in one of the books that you've researched. And you are able to see how that book is doing. I say write down all 10 books to see how they're doing in that category. It will give you an average, an average, not the exact figure of how that book is doing based on the number it is on Amazon. Each book has a number. The number goes up and down hourly. So one minute your book could be number 10 and the next minute your book can be number 200. Yes, that has happened to me. <laughs> what is good? What is great about using Kinopreneur Rocket is that I can go online and look and see how my book is doing compared to other books. And then I need to decide whether I wanted to purchase some more um, advertising or try to create some way to get my book out there. Now, I've given you a couple things that you need to do today. What are you doing standing around? <laughs> Thank you so much for visiting and listening to Sailing Through Self-Publishing. I am your host, Diane Elgin. Please definitely write me a note at info.dianelgin.gmail.com. Also, you can go to my website at dianelginauthor.com. There you'll see the books that I've written. Thank you again. Have a great day. Welcome to Sailing Through Self-Publishing. I'm your host, Diane Elgin. Let's jump right in. This is our 10th and last episode for Season 1. In Season 2, we'll be talking about the steps to take to self-publish your book. I mean Step 1 through Step 10. All the things that you will need to do. If you follow those steps, you'll have a successful um, published book. Some of those steps are things that I've gone on my journey and I've learned. I will be giving you websites and links and things that you will need to go on your journey. It's up to you to follow them. Not everything is perfect. Sometimes you are going to go through bumps in the road, but I'm going to try my best to lead you to the correct places that you need to go so you wouldn't have to do what I did my first time self-publishing my books. Okay, I'd like to give you a treat today. My self-published book, Rain Rain Come Again, is available on Amazon in ebook, book size, and also audio. So here it goes. Tick-tock, tick-tock rings the yellow clock. Mildred hums and waits till the rain comes. Meow, meow, purr, purr, Milo licks his fur. I 
acting sly, he slowly glides by. Whoosh, 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 whoosh. The fast wind blows, swoosh. It may rain, the storm clouds here remain. Pop, pop, crunch, crunch. Mildred eats a bunch. She sits still. No rain comes over that hill. Swish, loss, swish, loss, goes the paintbrush. She flutters. There's no rain, she mutters. Choo choo, choo choo. Mildred plays. Woohoo! Still no rain. She pouts and hits the train. Will the rain come round? Wait, what is that sound? Drip drop, drip drop, pitter patter, plip plop. The rain, it's falling. Mildred starts calling. Drip drop, drip drop. Pitter patter flip plop with raincoat and hat. She boats with the cat. Drip drop, drip drop. Pitter patter flip plop. A puddle she dashes, jumping she splashes. Drip drop, drip drop. Pitter patter flip plop. Whoa, it's a hard rain. I'm wet, she exclaimed. Drip drop, drip drop. Pitter patter flip plop. The water goes flat. Milo doesn't like that. Drip drop, drip drop, pitter patter, plip plop. Well, I'm gonna stop here. You are gonna have to go on Amazon and purchase my book to see how Mildred gets her perfect rainy day. It's a unique way of getting her perfect rainy day. She thought about it and she came up with a fantastic idea. While on Instagram yesterday, I listened to the author do the same thing. He read a tiny bit of his story at the climax. I wanted to know what happened. Did the monster get eaten? Did he blow up into tiny little pieces? Well, then the author stopped. And I wanted to go purchase that book right away because what the author did was draw me in and I didn't want to let go to what was happening in that book. So you can do it too. I really had a wonderful time sharing with you my journey. I hope you come back in season two as we go step by step in how to publish your, how to self-publish your book and all the tips and the tricks that I've learned. And hopefully if you follow those um, techniques that I did, that your book will come out um, well as well. Remember, self-publishing is a it's something that you have to take the journey on your own. Um, it does get messy, but in the end, there's such a reward of having your book in your hand. Please definitely email me at, at info.dianelgen.com. I really enjoy our times together. See you next time.